When you witness integrity, you see love manifest. No truth to be present with agency. Read by Adrian Pascal, Yobi the Bear Blumberg, and San Leandro, formerly, sorry, now Pleasant in California. Pre-reading. Or maybe the only reading. I don't know. Who knows? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Here we go. Unconditional love is equal to consistent, persistent self-acceptance. There is internal consistency when I demonstrate this type of love with myself. When I'm consistent internally, that consistency informs the cornerstone of all external engagements. Demonstrable consistency may be summarized perfectly in using the word integrity. Have you noticed my avoidance yet of value-heavy terms in the description? I had not previously linked consistency with integrity, but it resonates incredibly well in systems analysis and structuring. In nature, we can observe that systems, no matter their usage, maintain a presence within their environments over time when the system is consistent with itself. To the degree, to the degree that any system is observed to have similar competing or complementary alternatives, the highly efficient systems demonstrating integrity will outlast other comparable ones when such a system demonstrates high integrity in its performance in comparison. Systems are. They are ultimately analogous, ligous, uh, analogous to systemic patterns we can identify throughout reality. There are also analogous, they are also analogous to what is understood as conscious human thought. The conscious mind is unequivocally tied to the emotional values interjected into a human's physical system. Emotions cannot be entirely separated from our considerations of the conscious human mind. A brain is an observable physical system. A mind is an intangible emergent feature of aligned processes, not necessarily required to be contained within the same physical container. Think on that. While the conscious body cannot escape the dictums of its reality, it may conjecture, indeed it may, yet it is ruled by the subconscious, problem-solving, analytical mind, which is responsible for processing the received data our conscious mind cannot achieve, given to distraction as the wakeful mind is. The interplay between our subconscious and waking minds expresses in patterns that, that can be identified. The dictum in systems analysis is that when a pattern match is identified, there is a correlation. Where the patterns are found is irrelevant to the match, yet the identification means an association exists. To the extent one is able to inquire as to the causes and results of such correlations successfully, presenting logically valid premises that are accepted, it is possible to deduce or infer potential meaningful conclusions, the understanding of which can reveal a path within the increasing complexities of systems analysis, clear connections to the basic underpinnings of the structures within our physical existence as well as reveal inescapable truths in the specific aggregation processes that occur within these systems. 
we may surmise from the systemic patterns that the concept of integrity is an absolute leading indicator of the successes for a system in its operation. Integrity can then be said to be inherent within the fabric of our shared reality. If we assign a value of zero to represent all things outside of our reality and a value of one to all things within it, then we may say, for systems analysis, a one is always a one. A zero value, data or intrinsic references, can only be zero and cannot, in the physical world, inform any system that is a one. However, in our imaginative mind, where imaginary numbers and infinite and eternal degrees exist, we can imagine things that cannot, do not, and will not exist in the observable universe. Analogs are quantum physics for the subconscious mind and standard physics for the conscious. Side note from the article. I also like to compare the conscious mind to a pet dog, namely a dachshund uh, fox terrier mix and the unconscious mind to a cat, namely a black cat, by the name of Shadow. He insists that I say his name in that fashion, so go take it up with him. All right. From this place, we can ask if we, meaning all humanity, can accept that all humans are one. That is to say, can we choose to accept? It is not a question of ability. Will we then, at that moment, of finally... I'll arrive at the only time that logically exists, for all intents and purposes, in the present. Can we be here now? There is a poem I was inspired to write, We Are Earth, of which there are other recordings I will not trouble some of you who are very familiar with this, again, which is instructive of the subtext of the points being made within this article. However, relevant to the specific time period, I wish to call attention to one particular section, the the one that addresses our fear. So, read straight out, not performed. We must release our fear. The requirement of life is its death. Yet that does not mean we should part early. If we stop with the fear, shall never mend. And in love born in one again, will all grow strong as love born by all once again. Yes, again. This poem encapsulates where we are as a species, as a humanity. Mainly the idea that it is time to choose. There are choices dependent upon independent agency found within the section. And the choices are, do we, one, stay childlike, blaming everyone else for the fear we are experiencing in our lives, going to our deaths unprepared and afraid, refusing there is anything beyond ourselves, beyond the I am of our waking emotional lives, or do we, two, accept ourselves, along with the context of our lives, bounded as humanity is by the, our birth and death. For our thinking subconscious minds to consider, through the genuine choice of acceptance, will we be in the present that exists outside ourselves? Must we be awake to be adults? And is there a specific understanding that must be accepted to be fully mature adults in our minds as well as bodies? Are we, regardless of adult or child status, Folks who are intrinsically attached to each other. Are we living in a world that requires we be fully present within it? And is it possible to do so? To continue to survive within it? To continue as a human collective? 
if we can be a we are answer to the imaginary question of are we alone in this place or will we die individually alone having refused to accept reality and cooperate as a collective devoid of corporal justice and shunning a violence as it is seen as self-harm ultimately can we not only imagine an escape from within the prisons of illusion and delusions do we, can we, will we accept all of ourselves in each iteration of now? Love is a choice. Agency can only exist when we know our senses and also have the understanding of self-acceptance. Truth, then, must be the basic, fully integrated life flows of combined knowledge and self-understanding that enable me to see clearly, standing upon the truth that sets me free. We can survive now in acceptance, then we have a choice. Fear or love. I choose to bear love one for another. In doing so, I am keeping faith in what I know and understand within myself, not in external creations. I understand what fuels my hope, not in kingdoms or systems, but that is in the gray mist of my own internal discourse between my conscious and subconscious minds. I can know that I will never physically prove love is the answer beyond any doubt. Yet I can exist in the logical validity of the gifts love imparts to me, to each of us, unconditionally, individually. I can continue to see with confidence the promised gifts of love I already have, as well as all of us, as we accept our inherent connection to each other, our bond with every other person alive, the human collective. Yours truly, Adrian Pascal, Yogi the Bear Bloomberg, Pilgrim on Point, by request, because no one else showed. Later.